Welcome to another episode of The Uncommon Life. I'm your host, Stuart McConnell, and today I'm here with certified personal trainer and national swim coach, Lisa Amokur. Hello. Thank you very much for coming in. You're actually the first coach that I've had. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm really excited because I've had the opportunity to talk to coaches from different sports. Okay. And, uh, you know, my big thing is always about mindset. I, I'm a, I geek out when it comes to mindset of, of people. It's, it's so fascinating, especially getting to talk, um, to athletes Mm -hmm. and their mindset. Absolutely loving it. And then talking to coaches and their perspective on the athlete's mindset, because they're not in the middle of it. They're not the ones on the court. They're seeing it from a completely different perspective. Right. Um, more like, um, like the thousand, the thousand foot view as well as like the 10 foot view. Cause you kind of get both. Mm-hmm. Whereas they get like the one foot view. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so you work a lot with, uh, with triathletes, uh, for, and you were saying that there's the, you're branching out to work with different athletes also. I do. So I, I work with beginners, intermediate and advanced. Okay. And I love, I, it's so rewarding in someone who doesn't believe that they can do it. Like they're, they can't even imagine, you know, Mm. and I, I, I try to like, get inside of their head and I love I'm all about the mind too so when they start discovering what's inside of them and then to see it come out oh my god it's 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 amazing yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and it really adds a a a very different dimension because the, the the your mindset really dictates the level of performance that you're gonna have for sure for sure so a lot of the athletes doesn't matter how experienced how good they are they always have this um thing that interferes with them the negative thinking Mm -hmm. so um when it comes to mindset i'm all about heart so as you can see my my business is heart on fitness Uh i have a heart cave uh uh, shaved in the side of my head my (laughs) logo is a heart my husband has a heart in the back of his head um (laughs) Because I like to refer Very to... Nice. <laughs> he's, he's here with us today yeah. and he just stood up and showed off the heart on the back of his head shaved in. It's so cute that the two of you, you know, doing your hair the same way. Oh, yeah. Very supportive. <laughs> but um, I, I always like to refer to the mental heart. So, you know, uh, when I've trained marathon runners and there's a the huge part of the triathlon is the running portion. Yeah. And, you know, when they feel that they have nothing left, then it's all heart. And, and yeah. they have to dig inside of them. And that's the mind. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah. I had um, his uh, Evan Unger on a little while ago and he holds the world record for box jump. Wow. Yeah. And, and it was really quite something, something like five foot four inches. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Wow. Uh, so he holds the record for that. And the day before he came in, he, or two, or two days before he came in, he, he, uh, made the world record for single leg box jump. Wow. And yeah. Just, actually, the story gets even better than that. So he he beat the record but by a little bit. And he thought, you know what? I can, I can do better than this. So he tried again and he ripped open the front of his leg. He missed the box, ripped open the oh, front of his leg, had oh. to tape it closed and all kinds of stuff. Right. So needless to say, you know, you think, okay, well, day is done. 
Right. But he thought, no, you know what? These people came to see me because he had a little bit of a crowd there and everything else, the Guinness people, whatever. And he said, you know what? I No, uh, no, absolutely not. So he did it again off his left leg, his non-dominant leg, and beat the record that he just set. Wow. Yeah. See, oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, and, and even, the, uh, even the, the, the two-leg record, you know, he beat it by a little bit, and he thought, no, these people came to really see me do something, and I really want to do it. Like, he was connecting with his heart yes. to it more, yes. than, more than anything else. It wasn't like oh, I'm just going to go and I'm going to crush it kind of thing. It was it was something deeper than that yes. that, that he was talking about. Yes, like that resonates with me. That reminds me of the, a line in a song that says, um, when the body cries stop, the spirit cries never. Like, yeah, yeah never. Like, yeah. yeah. And I always, one thing I love to teach my athletes and get it inside of their head is your body lies to you that that conscious mind that's that banter that you always yeah. hear in your in your mind of oh this is hard oh i'm tired i don't know if i could do this that conscious mind doesn't understand what your body is capable with that Absolutely. that mental heart is capable of so yeah. i always try to get people to compete with that it has nothing to do with your opponents with your um people you're going up against with it has to do with your conscious and your mental um your sorry your conscious mind and your mental heart yeah yeah and if you can win that you you will succeed beyond your what you've ever imagined yeah yeah and uh it uh it it sounds a lot like it's when you start competing against yourself instead of yes, other people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Had, when, sorry. No, no, go right ahead. No, go right ahead. When I always, I love this, that a lot of people like to perform when there's people watching. Okay. Yeah. I say, no, no, no. When you're by yourself, that's mm -hmm. when you perform. That's when you like, oh, you don't have two more left. Well, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. And get, get angry, get into that beast mode with yourself. Yeah. 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 I was watching uh, Fittest on Earth oh, Netflix. Oh, yes. And yes. Uh, it was for the 2016 games. And, uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Matt. I think it was Matt something. Anyway, he, um, he, came, he, was, he came in second place, I think a couple of years or, or whatever. And uh, as they were talking to him in this one, he, he said, you know, a big thing. And even some of the other athletes said that they noticed with him that he stopped competing against everybody else. And he started just competing against himself mm -hmm. and he, he just, he ran away with it. Like it was really quite, quite amazing to yes. see yes. what was possible through that. Exactly. And some of the most successful athletes in the world ever have this in common, mm -hmm. like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was all about what was inside of him and what he's going to do. He's not mm -hmm. looking at, you know, the norm He's no, I'm going to, I'm going to do this, do it this way. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So. And, and working with triathletes, like that's endurance sport, mm -hmm. right? You're out there for a long time. I've done duathlons before. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it, it really does take something cause you're out there for quite some time. Yes. And, uh, and shifting your mindset from one activity to the other because your body just, it it gets so uh, so so focused on on moving in a particular way, mm -hmm. and then you have a couple of seconds to change your shoes mm -hmm. and grab your gear, and then you're out, right? Doing something completely different, 
mm-hmm. right? Like when you get off the bike and you go to run, it's the weirdest feeling. Like it's just so yeah. st- like spaghetti your legs, legs. Yeah, yeah, spaghetti legs, and your legs kind of do like this high step, almost like you're still on on the bike, and getting getting the body accustomed to that. Mm-hmm. And and there's a mental component that really has to has to go with it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Uh, a lot of times I like to teach my athletes. So again, it comes down to that negative thinking, that conscious mind. So when we're in training and they're tired because they just spent this much time swimming or running or biking, and then they have to go into the next one, hill training, for example. So I've Tr- uh, train them to turn their focus. They they look at that hill and automatically you can see it in their body language. They just kind of go, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? And I'm like, no, no. I want you to stop this right now. Okay, I want you, every time you see that hill, I want you to get so excited that you, it's Christmas day, you know, you're so excited that you are going to unbelievably change the state of your muscles. You're going to get so much stronger. So they had to learn how to associate those negative, oh, the dreading, the (laughs) dreadfulness of another hour, another half an hour, another hill. Oh my God, 15 more minutes of the, no. And then once they started changing it, it was like, it was unbelievable. The, the difference in, um, and then if they, went back to that they would all I would have some type of punishment where they they didn't <laughs> want to go ever back there again right so they had to start associating it differently yeah yeah, yeah. I, I love the way that you put that the men the mental state of your muscles yes yeah yeah because it's so true yeah you know I'm so guilty of that when I go to the gym and uh and and you go and you're like oh this is gonna suck but it's true when you think it's gonna suck and you know it will suck yeah but it will, it'll actually suck worse right exactly more, more than you know even if you're ex- if you're excited you know it could still suck but it's not going to be nearly as bad and i compl- exactly. I, I never actually thought of it that way up until you just brought that up that's that's such a great way to look at it oh thank you yeah it, it so works attitude will change your altitude will change everything yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly will. And and even you know in uh, in the rest of your life, mm-hmm. you know, with so not just thinking of it in you know your mental attitude to get you through the day, but how it does definitely apply to the body in everyday life. Yeah. You right. know, if you if you do have that positive that more positive attitude, for sure, then you will have more energy to make it through the day. Like yes. the physical aspect of it. And, you know, I mean, you see it even with people who are who are somewhat depressed or they're going through something or whatever. You know, you don't want to get off the couch. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. You end up being a lot more lethargic. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that weight of the of uh, your mental state. Yes. That really plays out in the, in the body and the muscles. For sure. So I'll share a, a personal story if I can. Absolutely. Five, a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, The past week and a half has been extremely challenging for me. I'm actually training for my first um, fitness competition at 48 years old. Why the hell? Why the hell not? (laughs) Right. So um, the past week and a half. So my 22 year old left for Australia. Uh, He's always been with me his whole life. And um, I love it because I know that. It's going to be a life changer for him. He's going to go through challenges. Doesn't know anyone in Australia. Doesn't know what he's going to do, where he's going to stay. Yeah. Just extremely adventurous. So 
as a mother, okay, I love that. As the coach part in me, mm-hmm. as the life, I know that, oh, this is going to be so great for him. But as a mother, it's like, is he going to eat well? Is he going to, you know, you know, <laughs> right. so, so it was very mentally, mentally draining for me. And then four days later, our family, German shepherd passed away. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I can actually talk about it without oh. crying. Yeah. But so that was mentally draining. There was times when I just wanted to curl up in a ball and I don't feel like working out today. I don't, yeah. but, but instantly I know I, if I stay in that state, it's going to be detrimental. And I know that, you know, going to the gym and working through it, Hey, putting a positive twist on it at the gym if I sweat more than I've ever sweat, if I do more on this than I've ever done, it's going to help me get through this even more than, you know, ever sitting in a ball at home and crying. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, again, it's changing the way you look, you view things. Yeah. In order in how it can help you. Yeah. So you as a coach, how is it that you work on the mental mindset other than, you know, what you were saying with, uh, around, around hill repeats and getting excited about it? So I believe that, um, I have to practice what I preach. Mm. I cannot be a hypocrite and I cannot feel authentic and good about myself. And I've spent a lot of time discovering and learning how important it is to love yourself yeah. first. Cause if you can love yourself and, do what's best for yourself, then you can do it for other people, which is, yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly what you were saying about, you know, with everything that you've gone through recently and, you know, loving yourself is to actually go and do that workout and yes. to feel, bring yourself back into a state of feeling, yes. feeling good. So that's how I help me. Other people help me more than they even know. Oh, and people nice. think, oh, you're amazing. You've done this. You've done this. No, really, you've done it to me because <laughs> I cannot perf- I cannot do these things without thinking, how would my athletes feel if I just gave up? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's 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 the most pathetic thing. I'm telling you to get up and don't you ever say that you can't do this. And I'm being a hypocrite. So. Yeah, yeah, do 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 ten more setups while you're standing there with a bag of chips, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and and there is that there is that whole that that whole end of it. And, you know, when you are able to stand up there, and and be that pillar for them, it really does make a difference, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. As opposed to them just doing it on their own. Like there's 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 like an energetic connection between the two that you get to share on on a much higher level than you just standing sort of behind them, pushing them, telling them what to do. Exactly. And, and they get to feed that off of you because you're there pushing yourself. Yes. Yes, for sure. And I know it's from working with such a variety of different people. One of my most valuable cherished experiences is I had the privilege of working with some para Olympic athletes, swimmers, and every one of them had a handicap. And I always use this example to my strong athletes that, you know, that have these lame excuses of why they can't do something. So when I worked with these Paralympic athletes, for example, one of them had no legs. One of them had a, had a mental issue where you tell them something and, um, 
30 seconds later, he forgets what you told him. Mm. So when I would say to these people, okay, we're doing uh, 50 laps or sorry, 50 meters of sprints. The look on their face, they would be so excited <sighs> and they would, they would be okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, now. And when I experienced that, like, look at that. They are missing legs, but they are so excited about doing the most daunting workout. And yeah. then I go to my totally fit and they're like, really? Yeah. Like, I get, yeah. So when I told them that, it's like, wow, it, it really made them open their mind and think, yeah, I've got nothing to complain about. And yeah. yeah. You'll be grateful that you've yeah. got two legs. Yes. Be grateful that you can actually, you know. Yes. Do this. hundred mm -hmm. percent. Yeah. That's, that's so, um, I, I got to see some of the, the, uh, Paralympics, at, oh, not the Paralympics, but, uh, some of the, the para athletes at the Pan Am games. Yes. And, uh, holy cow. Yes. Unbelievable. Saw some yeah. of the cycling, you know, a guy, one leg cyclist and I, I cycle and this guy was killing it. Like yeah. I was like, I, he just beat, I know that you're going to beat me. Like if we were, the I two know. of us were out there together, forget it. And that's what I said yeah. to the, to my athletes, these guys, I'd love to see them race you. They would kick you, you guys. Yeah. But so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely a, uh, a page to be taken out of their books. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. They're so positive because they've, They've had so much more challenges to overcome and yeah. So those stupid challenges that others complain about, yeah. that's not a challenge. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really adopting the idea of gratitude yes. into, into, well, I mean, a gratitude in everyday life, but you know, into those workouts, right. Into the fact that, you know, you actually have the, 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 the time and the skills and, and the, 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 the physicality to compete yes and do these things like that in and of itself right you know, the fact that you have the time and that you have the facilities right as opposed to people in other countries that would not have the facilities or in the middle of the Yukon or something like that right like yeah you're not going to be able to, to have these you know amazing facilities right to do these things yeah exactly so you can just be grateful that exactly that you've got that. be yes. grateful that you have such an amazing coach like you oh <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's so important, you know, talking to them about, you know, the heart, mm -hmm. leading with your heart. It's so important because mm -hmm. it's the only reason to really do any of these things anyway. Yes. Yeah. And when they start tapping into that, oh, there's they're unstoppable. Yes. Yeah, I can imagine. Yes. I can imagine. There's a, a video I saw on YouTube. Um uh, and he was talking to, um, what was it called again? Anyway, doesn't matter what it was called. Um, so he was, he was actually doing some, some coaching work and he ended up talking to, to a woman who was a former soccer player mm -hmm. for the Canadian soccer team. And, uh, and you know, as he dug in there with her, he, you know, she, she came out and said, you know what? I really didn't like soccer to begin with. And she played for Canada wow. with soccer, but it was because she was there pleasing her, her father. Oh, she wanted okay. the acknowledgement of her father and just how many times we do things like that, you know, to doing it for, for other people yes. or for the recognition or for whatever it is, mm -hmm. instead of doing it from the heart, Yes, yeah. you know, doing it just because you really want to do it for yourself. 
for sure makes such a huge huge difference it's so true because i've i've found out people like that where they say they want it but yet they're not okay you're you're not being your word you said you were going to do this and you're not doing it and it it always Mm -hmm. comes down to that they're not doing it for the right reasons so therefore they're not going to put their heart into it yeah 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 absolutely Mm -hmm. authenticity code that's what it was called the authenticity code philip mckernan oh okay anybody wants to look that up absolutely uh brilliant video it was from uh, awesomeness fest so he did a it was a talk that he gave at awesomeness fest okay and uh really good especially people who who are athletes you know listening to what he had to say about being true to yourself right um above anything else and that's what's actually going to take you where you really want to go yes more than more than anything else you know they talk about the mindset is the one thing that separates all the top athletes because physically they're they're the same right and that believing deeper down that, that's what I think anyway. I've never been a pro athlete, but you know, what do I know? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's what I feel is what it is more than anything else. Right. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thank you for having me. It it's a been a pleasure. really great talk. The time just flew by. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, wow. So if people would like to know more about what you're doing, how can they find you? So I am on Facebook and Instagram. Um, that would probably be the best. Okay. Yeah. So my Facebook name is Lisa Amo, A-M-O. That's actually my maiden name, which I love, ammunition. <laughs> um, Kerr, K-E-R-R. Um, Lisa Kerr. Yeah. You can message me there. I'd love to talk, chat. Um, and anything that you're, if you're interested in regarding fitness, especially if you believe you can't do something. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So if you want to know more about what's happening with me in the uncommon life, you can find us on social media at Stuart in flow or uncommon life podcast. And we will chat again soon.